the love and praise Jesus. Thank you for taking your time to listen to this episode. And this morning, I'm born again. Jesus Christ is Lord in your life. I hope you have kept you well since the last time you listened to this podcast. And uh, I want today to teach about overcoming storms in life. Overcoming storms in life. I want to begin by saying that storms are an inevitable part of our life. I want to look at storms as seasons that we go through in our lives. And I will use a seed for illustration purposes. One time of the year, a seed is put in the ground. It is given moisture, air, and warmth for it to germinate. It transforms into seedlings, which later transform to a growth plant. The plant in its season produces fruits, which we can call many seeds. In this life, we are like seeds, and we need to understand this. There is a season will be put in the ground, there is a season will germinate, there is a season that will sprout, there is a season that will bear fruits. We need to know that there is a time in our lives when we will go through seasons that either we like or that we don't like. But I want to tell you this, God will never allow any season to come into your life if he knows you cannot handle it. If you're already facing a season in your life or a storm in your life, I want to assure you that God knows your station and he is in control. He'll make sure that you come out of that storm with victory. That is why he says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 10 and verse 13 that no temptation has overtaken me except such is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not let you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. Most of us are in different seasons. Some of us are already facing storms that others are yet to face, but don't despair. You will either go through with the storm, you will go through the storm to the end or God will make an escape for you even to get so intense. God is the one who knows what to do depending on how he knows you. And I want to continue and say that seasons are not isolated aspects of life. Even when God created the world, even the year into seasons, we know there is summer, there is winter, there is autumn, there is spring. We need to understand that even a day has, we, we can call them two seasons, day and night. These are two times that that happen in a day. We can see the, uh, the story of creation in the book of Genesis, chapter number one and two. Also, we can read this in Ecclesiastes, chapter number three and verse one. The one of God says, to everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under the heaven. The word of God goes on and on to talk about different times from verse 2 of the same chapter to verse 8. I want to tell you, my brother and my sister, that the problem is not the storm. It is who is with you in the storm. Let us look at three individuals, Shandrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They refused to bow down to the gold image that was set up by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Before they were thrown into the fire, they were given a chance to defend themselves before the king. This is what they told him in the book of Daniel, chapter number 3, verse 16 to 18. 
Lord of God said, Shandrach, Meshach, and Abednego, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, that is it, they are to be thrown into the burning furnace. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Hallelujah. This is the confidence that we should have in our God. It does not matter the size of the storm that we are facing. Our God does not have a record of defeat, and your station will not be the first one to be impossible for him. I want to tell you that after these three answered the king, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. The furnace was heated up seven times, according to verse 19 of Daniel chapter number 3. Verse 22, the flame of the fire killed those who were throwing the three into the furnace. The Bible records that the king thereafter was astonished because they had thrown only three men into the fire. But when he looked closely, there were four men in the fire. And the Bible says that the fourth looked like the Son of God. Let us read in Daniel 3, 24-27. Then King, King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did you not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, look. He answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps, administrators, governors and the king's counselors gathered together and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power the hair of the hand was not singed or one their garments affected and the smell of fire was not on them praise jesus fire did not have power over these three men because they were with the Son of God inside that fire. The storm that you are facing, I want to tell you this. It will not have power over your life if you have the Son of God with you. If you want to use your tactics to overcome the storm, you will be exhausted. You will get so tired, you won't be able to do anything. Remember when Jesus was in a boat? He woke up and commanded the storm. Let us read in Mark chapter number 4, verse 35 and 41. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great wind, a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, 
asleep in a pillow. And they spoke uh, and they awoke him and said to him, "Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?" <laughs> Excuse me. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, "Peace, be still." And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, "Why do you why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith?" And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, "Listen to verse number 41." And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, "Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? He is able I want to say this, he is able to come storms in our lives. Invite him into your life if you've not known him and he will show you the way. Imagine someone who who is obeyed by the sea, who is obeyed by the wind. Those are natural occurrences as we call them. And anything you're going in your life, anything it is able to obey. Jesus it is able to remain calm to 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 be still in the presence of Jesus Luke chapter number 10 and verse 19 the word of God has been called I give to you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you this is what Jesus told his disciples he gave them this power and it is the same power that we have as believers we should use that authority authority is exercising power to calm all storms in our lives in the name of Jesus we triumph in the name of Jesus command that storm to cease and i want to declare this morning that all storms in the lives of my of my listeners you be still now in the name of Jesus i want to declare that this belongs to Jesus and in the name of Jesus there is no storm that will have power over their lives there is no fire that will have power over their lives in the name of Jesus thank you thank you lord because victory is our portion we don't take it for granted If you feel that the burden is too heavy for you, we have one who is able to carry our burdens. We must, we must be willing to cast our cares to Him. We should be willing to let go of our worries and allow Him to work out victory for us. If you read First Peter, chapter number five, let's read from verse six to ten, but I will concentrate on verse nine and ten. Let me read from verse six. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all care upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because you adversary the devil walks like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, stand fast in your faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But May the God of all grace, who conducts to His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and set you. Let me repeat from verse nine: Persistent, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. 
but men. The God of all grace, who corners this eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and set free. So I want to encourage you and tell you that you are not the first person to go through a storm. And you're not the last. You're actually in your life, this is not the last time you're going through a storm. Neither have I gone through all my storms. I know I'm yet to face some other storms in life. But I want to encourage you and tell you this. Those storms will come. But victory is guaranteed. Just cast your cares to Jesus. And there are four things that the storms will come to accomplish in your life. They will come to perfect, to establish, to strengthen, and set free. That is in line with 1 Peter 5 and verse 10. They will perfect you so that you may lack nothing in Jesus Christ. They will establish you so that you may be deep-rooted in the word of God and in his promises. They will strengthen you so that you will be able to stand other storms in life. You will be settled because there is nothing that calms any arrow that flies by day or the terror by night, they shall not be able to shake you. You will be settled because you know you have the one who is able to settle all storms to command them to be still. The good news is that Jesus will not force himself on you. It is you who needs to invite him into your life. If you have not known Jesus, just know that he is at the door knocking. And you just need to open for him that he may enter and dine with you. Storms don't last forever. But you need Jesus in all seasons of your life. Storms will come and go. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Shalom, shalom. Let us pray as we finish. Glorious Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you because you are victorious in all situations. There is no time that you are not victorious. There is no time in our lives that you have not been fighting for us. You loved us even before we knew you. You gave us victory over sin. You gave us victory over this world by sending your son Jesus Christ to come and die on the cross that we may have life in life in abundance. Thank you because of this opportunity to hear your word. We don't take it for granted. You receive honor and adoration. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Give your name and your saying, I would like to receive Jesus Christ. Just say this after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I've been walking afar from you. But today, I invite you into my heart that you may be my Lord and Savior. I confess that you died on the cross and you died for my sins, that I may have life. As I, as I confess this, I pray that you may give me your Holy Spirit, that you may walk with me all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Shalom, Shalom. May the good Lord bless you. And I pray that your day and your season may be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Till next time, may the peace of God be with you. Amen.